Welcome to another episode of Podsdale. I'm your host, Holly Walter, and today we're talking employee values. Scottsdale's employee values are an important part of our organization's traditions and work culture. The values originated in the 1980s, and before our most recent revision, which we're going to talk about today, our values were last updated by employee focus groups in 2004. But before we get to that, let's turn it over to Stephanie Harada for today's Fast Five. Hi, I'm Public Affairs Specialist Stephanie Harada with five fast things happening around the city you need to know. Starting us off at number five, Scottsdale honored its employees at the annual Employee Awards earlier this month. With more than 550 nominees, there was no shortage of amazing accomplishments to celebrate. This year, employees helped apprehend a suspect in an assault case, retrofitted street fixtures to make them safer, coordinated the presence of a therapy dog on school campuses, and so much more. To learn more about the winners and how they exemplified our city's values, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Honors 2021. Scottsdale's continued work to address short-term rental concerns is in our number four spot. The Scottsdale City Council voted unanimously to update the city's vacation rental, nuisance parties, and unlawful gatherings ordinances in a meeting this month. The updates take place January 7th and will remove loopholes, increase fines, and improve the city's enforcement abilities when handling short-term vacation rental complaints. To find out more, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search short-term. Coming in at number three, registration is open for parks and recreation classes. Both residents and non-residents are invited to sign up for events and activities including swimming, art, music, and language classes. Winter programs take place during January, February, and March. To see all the classes currently offered, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search recreation classes. At number two, Scottsdale libraries are expanding their hours of operation. Starting Monday, January 10th, Scottsdale Public Library will expand hours at all four branch locations. Many of the city's libraries have been operating at reduced hours during the COVID-19 pandemic. The new hours bring the library closer to a pre-pandemic system schedule with all branches open and staffed seven days a week. We can't wait to see you there. For more details, visit scottsdalelibrary.org. Finishing off the list at number one, holiday celebrations are in full swing here in Scottsdale. From the month-long holiday extravaganza Scottsdazzle to the Scottsdale Center of the Arts holiday lineup and their Shop and Be Merry Holiday Market, Scottsdale has something for everyone this holiday season. To find out how you can join the festivities, visit scottsdazzle.com or scottsdaleperformingarts.org. And that's our Fast Five for this episode of Podsdale. Got something for a future Fast Five? Tell us by emailing communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll turn it back over to you, Holly. Thanks, Stephanie. Now in 2019, a cross-departmental steering team began its work to evaluate and update the values. And a key member of this team is our guest today, Police Operations Support Director, Cassie Johnson. Cassie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Now, before we begin talking about the work you did as part of the Employee Values Steering Team, can you share a bit about yourself with our listeners? Tell us about your work in the police department and how long you've been with the city. Absolutely. I started with the city almost 11 years ago, which is wild to think about. I started out as an intern in the police department, uh, and I came back as the senior analyst in planning research and accreditation in 2014. Now I oversee planning research and accreditation as the director, but I also oversee the police budget section and the police records section. So uh, we are all within the strategic initiatives division, um, and we are 
always working on projects like accreditation, policy development, uh, obviously the, the budget, and our day-to-day -day operations like public records requests and all of the information that you get from the police department, it, it goes through our records section. That's great. I always love hearing um, from employees who began as college interns, and here they are, and, and look at you today. Your, your position has really evolved. It has. It's been uh, a lot of learning and opportunities to continue growing, and I'm always grateful for those. Um, and participating on teams like the steering committee for the, uh, the values was really great, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I think we've worked together on a few teams. Now, let's get into today's subject, Scottsdale's employee values. What prompted the idea of a refresh, and how did you become involved with the steering team? Uh, I came into the steering team a little later than the first uh, group started in 2019, but what we were looking at as a department, the police department is a huge portion of the city's employees. We have roughly just under 700 employees in the police department between our sworn staff and our professional staff. Uh, that includes everybody from police officers that you meet on the road, detectives, uh, dispatchers that you uh, talk to on 911, the record specialists, and everybody in between. Um, and so with that group of employees, we have two participants from the police department that represented um, our employees, and that was Assistant Chief uh, Slavin was on the committee and myself. Uh, with my role in the Planning, Research, and Accreditation Division and the Strategic Initiatives Division, we oversee all of the department-wide initiatives, like the strategic plan and our missions and vision values. So the, the values of the police department directly align and should directly align with that of the city, and so it was a natural fit for me to join that team mm -hmm. and make sure that we had cohesion between the two. That makes a lot of sense. And not only that, but you mentioned the number of employees we have. I do know um, since the prior refresh, we have so many new employees where I think maybe these values didn't quite resonate with with everybody we have within our workforce now. I think I read something about 75% or about 70, 75% of our employees now were hired after that prior refresh. So this group started with some research. We wanted employees to become familiar with the values. We wanted to focus on leadership's attention on values that are of high importance. And we wanted to make sure the values were relevant to our current workforce. What did we find out when we began some of the research? As a city, we initiated several different research surveys across the organization, uh, and we had asked employees a few different things um, throughout the course of several years. One of which being, how familiar are you with the values? Uh, then we asked the staff uh, across the city, do you feel that the city does an excellent or a good job supporting those values? And we had eight values in the past. Um, and what we found was, there, like you had said, there, there was not as much familiarity, uh, that 70-ish percent number of people who, who aren't really that familiar. Um, and then there was also a disconnect between what they thought the city actually values um, through however they perceived that question. Um, and so what we wanted to do is we wanted to really make sure that our values are something that people know of, can reflect on, can repeat, and then also that they believe and agree that the city also reflects those values that we have in the organization. Um, I think that we've done a really good job about tying in the past and, and now in the, in the present, tying our city values into our performance evaluation criteria and the competencies that we um, hold people accountable to. And also in the city's awards, um, we, we categorize all of those award categories each year to the city values. But I think that from just interactions with even in, in our area, 
those the connection wasn't always there between that's what they were. And so uh, I think that the information gained from the survey really was able to highlight that. And so one of the goals of the team was now how do we fix that, resolve that, and and narrow those gaps in in how we move forward. Right. And and the team, I think, after evaluating that information, had several recommendations. What were a few of those? They had seven. Uh, what I really in, uh, valued as well was combining the number of values. So I said we had eight, uh, and they were great, but they were a little lengthy. They're, they didn't roll off the tongue. Things like listen, communicate, and take action, uh, be accountable and act with integrity, show, compare, uh, show caring and compassion for others, plan and innovate for the future. Those are great values, but they were long in title. So we wanted to combine and condense the total number of values from eight um, to, to a lesser number. We also wanted to shorten those value titles to two words, uh, that is easier to, um, to remember and to create balance. Um, and then we wanted to make sure that the, the descriptions of those values were something that made sense to everybody and also exemplified what we as a city really cared about. They're the values, right? What right. do we show and, and how do we make sure that that is something that's applicable to 2,000 plus people in a way that makes sense and is meaningful to everybody uh, and is understandable because we are holding people accountable to those. Sure. Um, we wanted to make sure that they were visual representations that people could look at and identify. Um, we know that tons of people learn in different ways and connect in different ways, uh, making sure that they're visually appealing and, and make sense to what they're looking at. Um, and then I had mentioned the gap. Uh, that was the other thing is that we wanted to make sure that we were able to narrow any gaps that we had from what employees believe were the values that we had and then how we actually carry out those values. And so um, with the survey results, making sure that we were doing something with what we found in those. Um, and then what I really, really love, and I think that we're doing a really good job of, and I'm sure we'll get to that later, is promoting consistently throughout the organization, throughout the year, uh, not just at evaluation time and not just at the annual award ceremony, but throughout the year and making sure that it becomes just that second nature. And because it's second nature, everybody knows exactly what those values are, and it's not something that you have to kind of think on. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now, survey participants, going back to the survey, they were asked to select three values to describe Scottsdale's current and ideal wor work culture. There was a list of 22 choices. What really resonated? What were some of those top picks? So we had asked two things. We had asked what um, are the, the top three most current in our current workforce? And then what about our ideal workforce? And so what we had said for our current values and, and ideals were um, being dedicated, responsive, and committed, which I think that as an organization, we 100% um, would agree with, with those findings. I think we do have a very dedicated and responsive workforce, um, and our staff and, and our team are very committed to serving the citizens of Scottsdale, um, simply better service. Uh, the ideal was a little bit different in a, in a new way. So the ideal culture was innovative, um, integrity, and trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And so together with those six, I think that that really exemplifies who we are as an organization. Uh, and so now how do we make sure that we're, we're following all of those through in our values today? Right. That's great. I think both of those um, columns in each area are reflected in what we've rolled out with now. Absolutely. Now, Talk us through some of the conversations that led to the final six values. You know, what was the team's final takeaway and how have the new values been received so far by the organization? 
part of the conversation, once we found those ideals that we really wanted to focus on, it, the team really went forward and we had a lot of conversations and a lot of back and forth, which I thought were, were really valuable conversations amongst the committee and the work group. Um, now, how do we take those ideas and how do we make them the, understandable for everybody, applicable to everybody, and still fit the needs that we were saying that we wanted to have balanced language and we wanted to make sure that every single word mattered. Um, we had really great explanations for the values before, but they were lengthy, and so it took some time to, to read through them. Um, and I know the executive team had some comments and thoughts that they didn't want to lose sight of those core tenants, but they also wanted to make them more approachable and um, adaptable mm -hmm. in that way. And so it became um, a lot of wordsmithing in a very important way. And so our goals today are dedicated service, thoughtful innovation, collaborative teamwork, value diversity, accountable integrity, and continuous learning. And in each of those, there there were some that were just, yep, that's it, that's it, and that's we were all on the same page. And then there were some that we had a lot of discussion as a team about, well, are those words the same thing? Mm -hmm. Is timely and responsive the same thing? And we, we as a team collectively said, no, they are different things. And you can be timely and not as responsive to the citizen or vice versa. You can be responsive but not timely, and both are really important to us as an organization. And so with each and every single uh value, we have that balance so that they, they match, they have consistency and together, um, and you can look at it as an employee and you can understand exactly what we, we as an organization hold people to be and serve and act in a manner that's consistent with those values. Right. And I do remember that discussion. I was part of that team. Yes, absolutely. Well. So now we're on to the next steps. We've introduced these revisions to the organization and we're putting our values in action, what can employees expect to see in 2022? This is really exciting. I loved it. Uh, when we were at the award ceremony a few weeks ago, uh, we were able to present these values to the city before the award ceremony. So we used all of these for our awards this year in our categories. And so jumping right in and making sure that we were being consistent with what that we had rolled out to the organization. Uh, and then all of the people that received nominations and it was what, over 500, mm -hmm. a lot of employees, a lot. <laughs> a lot of employees received nominations this year in one of these six categories. And so uh, what was really kind, my staff, uh, planning, research and accreditation were uh, nominated for an award. And so we all received little stickers that exemplify the um, image that was created to go along with this. And so that's that visual learning and being able to identify and, and see it. So throughout the year, employees will be able to receive a sticker of recognition when they exemplify one of the values. And so we're really making it and embedding it into the fabric of recognition. And so when an employee stands um, up or carries out one of the values and we are able to recognize it. So we provide kudos and support and it's it's a day-to-day -day recognition of people doing what we say that we care about as an organization. Right. It really should be something day-to-day -day that we, we are doing. I know that we are excited to share those stories in CityLine and we plan to do that throughout the year. Executive team members will receive the stickers we just talked about. So as you mentioned, if uh, someone is demonstrating a particular value, they can be recognized by uh, their supervisor or someone within their work group. So it should be a lot of fun and I think it's a great way to introduce these updated values to the organization. Uh, we also have on the CityPoint site, if anyone would like a PDF of the values, you know, feel free to print that out, put that at your desk. So 
more to come in 2022. It should be a lot of fun. But Cassie, thank you so much for joining us today and talking through the process and how this update came about. Thank you so much for having me uh, today. And I really enjoyed working with you on this committee. It was a lot of fun. And I think that everybody cared so deeply about the, the values themselves and the conversations that we had were so meaningful as a team. And I hope that that carries through to the rest of the city as we move forward into these values. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of Podsdale. Not only another episode, but the end of our first season. We produced 16 episodes this year, and we're excited to bring you more in 2022. Be sure to give us some feedback through our survey or send us an email at communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. And before I go, I'm going to end things with a question, and each response will be entered into a random drawing for a $10 gift card. So here goes. Which employee value resonates the most with you and why? Email your response to communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. And with that, I wish you happy holidays. We'll be back in 2022. Take care. <laughs>